We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I am delighted that you have joined us today for this episode of Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, coming to you live and in living color right here in the beautiful city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, We have been looking at a little series of a thought that I've started, I think this is the third episode, and uh, we're just looking at this little thought in the book of James, count trials a joy. And we've been looking at that. We're talking about the verse in James chapter one, verse number two. The Bible says this, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. Knowing this, you know, I love when someone says, look, knowing this, we want to know, right? And so he says, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. That divers means various different kinds of temptations, trouble, tests. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Now, I talked to you on the last couple of episodes. We just kind of gave some introductory thoughts, but then we were talking about how that trials actually helps us. We grow because it it reveals who we are. We dealt with that subject on the last episode. Today, I believe why we should count trials of joy because we understand trials grow us, not only revealing ourselves, but we grow in being able to receive strength. Um, I, I gave to you the example of Jonah. Jonah had a storm in his life. Why did he have a storm in his life? Because God brought that storm in his life to to wake him up and to reveal to him who he was. He was running from God. He was in rebellion to God. And you know what? Jonah was perfectly fine. The Bible said that he was in the bottom of that ship sleeping. So God sent that storm to wake him up to, to really for him to realize where he is. And so storms does that. Trials, temptations does that for us. Because like I said, sometimes in our pride and in our own eyes, we don't need any work. We don't need any help. You know, we're there. We have arrived. But let me just give you a little tip. You've never arrived. I've never arrived. I don't care how long you've been saved. I don't care how much you know the Bible. I don't care what church you go to. I want you to know something. You never arrive. A student is not a good student because they say, well, I know everything. No, a good student is because they know they need to learn more, and they're always teachable. Same in the Christian life. I'm learning today more than I learned yesterday. So we understand the trials will reveal to us who we are. And a lot of times we don't like what those trials reveal, but God knows us best, so he uses trials to reveal who we are. But today I want to look at trials help us to grow and for us, not only it reveals ourselves, but it also helps us to receive strength. Let's just keep talking about Jonah. When Jonah was tossed into the sea, he found himself in the belly of that great fish, and he was in desperate need for God to, to, to deliver him. I mean, he had run away from God and, and, and God's will. Now he's stranded in a fish's belly, and he's in the depths of the sea. He was depleted of his strength. He was helpless. He was humbled. Jonah, and here's how Jonah chose to respond. Jonah 117 um, said, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. 
and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. I want you to notice how, so he was in there three days, three nights. By the way, that's a beautiful picture of what we just celebrated with Easter. The Lord Jesus was in three days in the tomb before he raised from the dead. It's a beautiful picture. But in Jonah chapter 2, here's how Jonah responds. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me out of the belly of hell, cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep. Notice he didn't say the sailors casted him out. Well, wait a minute. It was the, it was the sailors that threw him out of the ship. No, he knew who casted him out of that ship. He knew why that storm was created. He knew that God casted him into the deep. In the midst of the seas and the floods come past me about. All the billows and the waves passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again untoward the holy temple. But I will sacrifice unto thee. This is an amazing statement that Jonah cried out. With the voice of thanksgiving, I will pay that, that I have vowed salvation is of the Lord. Now here Jonah is, been cast out of a boat, dropped in the depths of the sea, certainly going to die. God had prepared a great fish, swallowed him. You know, we now have people, you know, science, oh, there's no possible way that a man, do you know that God created the world? He could create a great fish that could have held Jonah for three days, no problem. But here's what's amazing to me. Um, he said in his prayer, I will cry out unto thee with a voice of thanksgiving. Wait a minute. He's thankful that he's in the middle of that belly of that whale. See, here's what's happened. Jonah realized that his safety, his preservation of life had come from God and that God was merciful to him and didn't kill him. I mean, he could have drowned, but God allowed him, even in his rebellion, he loved him and he preserved his life. And here's what Jonah knew. He knew that God had the power to rescue him from his plight, from his death, and he cried out to him for help. And God, and God listened to him. He, he hearkened unto him. Why? The Bible said that the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited Jonah out on dry land. And, buddy, I'm going to tell you right now, as soon as he hit the ground, he went running to Nineveh. But look, here's the point. Growth does not come about from a life of ease and comfort. Boy, I wish a lot of parents would get a hold of this with their children today. Growth does not come about from a life of ease and comfort. Why does bodybuilders get big? How do they get strengthened? Well, I'm going to tell you what. They stretch their muscles. They work their muscles. I've never seen a professional bodybuilder become a bodybuilder by laying around at the house. I've just never seen one. What does he do? He, he, he stretches. He tries. He troubles his body or she troubles her body. Why? Because growth does not come about from a life of ease and comfort. But we wish it was. But here's the thing. The pain of trials trains us, trains us to trust God and rely fully on him. Look, trials are often unwelcome. I don't think I've ever welcomed a trial in my life. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never really welcomed trouble into my life. And if I was to tell you, there's a lot of things that's happened in my life that I just be honest, I wish they wouldn't have happened. But I'm telling you now on the on the backside of that, 
I wouldn't take anything for them. Why? Because they're necessary, and ultimately, they have been for my good. See, we are able to count trials of joy because of the good they bring. It's an opportunity for us to grow. Think about it. This growth is always worth the trying. Look, you think of professional football players, basketball players, baseball players. These people did not become good at what they do by just sitting around and hoping it would happen. No, they've stretched their bodies. They've tried. They've put effort in it. There was some testing going on in their body. And you know why they did it? Because they knew that the, it would be worth it in the end. And see, here's the thing. Many times we don't like our trials. We don't like these unwelcome trouble. But look at it like this. It's always worth the trying of our faith. It will work good in our lives. It will help us to be patient. It will strengthen us. It will mature us. And I know it's often unwelcomed, but we're able to count trials of joy. Why? Because it's just simply the good that it causes. It strengthens us. And so I hope and pray today that if you're going through some type of storm or some type of darkness in your life, I pray that God will help you to count it a joy. Let me leave you with this little little story, little illustration. A young man worked hard to establish himself as a peach grower. So after months of intense labor, um, he was pleased to see that his peach orchard, orchard was blossoming, and it was they were blossoming beautiful. One day, an unexpected frost came and killed all of his peaches. The man began to skip church one Sunday after another, and his preacher decided to pay him a visit to find out what the reason was going on and why he wasn't coming to church. So he went to the young man, and the young man said, well, I'm not going to church anymore. How can I worship a God who cares so little for me that he let a frost destroy all my peaches? That old preacher just paused in silence, looking at that young man with gentle eyes and said tenderly, God loves you more than he does your peaches. And he knows what that while peaches do better without frosts, <laughs> it is impossible to grow the best men without frosts. See, his object is to grow men, not peaches. So if I'm speaking to men today, God's trying to grow you. If I'm speaking to a lady today, God wants to grow you. How does he grow you? How does he stretch you? How does he mature you? How does he make you dependent upon him? Trials, tests, storms, trouble, stretching, not ease. So the Bible says we're to count all trials a joy. Why? Because he certainly reveals our uh, he reveals ourselves, but also he reveals that we have to have his strength. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.